Hello and welcome to another episode of the Husky by Booze podcast. Booze. Yeah, because we're there are two of us here. You know, it's fear like people <laughs> <laughs> with beards and, and, and hence the husky and Barbu. Barbu, by the way, if you didn't know Spanish, it means bearded. So revelation revealed right there. You got a revelation right there. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 So, how was everybody's week? Fine. I don't listen to you. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, ours was. <laughs> it was interesting, to say the least. Ready. Yeah. Ready interesting. Yeah. And not in the goodest, best of ways, but interesting nonetheless. Anyway. <laughs> well, no, let's not go there. Uh, 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 good vibes, good let's, vibes only. Good vibes only. This, let's make this podcast cheery to this yeah, week. Yeah. Nothing bad. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna start talking right away, right out of the gate, with a, a subject that I found out, a, a story actually that I found out. Uh, let me read it here. Uh, I even saved the link just to make sure that I have all the details. Here's uh, it says here: just stop oil activists throw soup at Van Gogh's sunflowers. You know who's Vincent Van Gogh? I mean, everybody has. Not that you have to be an art major to know who the fuck Vincent Van Gogh is, but pretty much everybody knows or has an idea. Redheaded dude chopped off his ear, then fucking killed himself. But was <laughs> but was a painter and a very good painter. But I just gave you the bullet points. It's supposed to be cheery, not <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, he cut himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cut off his ear, then fucking killed himself. <laughs> <laughs> But in the meantime, before he before he hung up the boots or retired the the the, the brush, uh, he was a very good painter and has a lot of good paintings around the world. And his paintings are worth millions upon millions of dollars. And some of them are in exhibition on museums and whatnot. So this particular painting, the sunflowers, uh, was smeared with fucking tomato soup. By uh, well, let me read it. Activist from Just Stop Oil have thrown tomato soup over Vincent van Gogh's sunflowers at the National Gallery in London. There's where gasps, roars, and shout out of, oh my gosh, in a room of 43 of the gallery, uh, room 43 of the gallery as two young supporters of the climate protest group threw a liquid over the painting, which is protected by glass just after 11 a.m. They removed jackets to reveal Just Stop Oil t-shirts before gluing themselves to the wall beneath the artwork, which is one of the gallery's most important treasures. What is worth more, art or life? I have to, I have to do the imitation of, <laughs> of the people that are talking because this is the nature of their maturity. So I have to do it appropriately. Say one of the activists, Phoebe Plummer, 21, Need I say more? <laughs> she was accompanied, accompanied by a 20-year-old Anna Holland from Newcastle. Is it worth more than food? More than justice? Are you more concerned about protection of a painting or the protection of our planet and people? Uh, am I doing it right? Oh, you're spot on. Okay, okay. 
The cost of living crisis is part of the cost of oil crisis. Fuel is unaffordable to millions of cold-hungry families. They can't even afford... Wait. They can't even afford to heat in a tin of soup. Okay, I think I went overboard there, but... Okay, I'm not seeking for any, any Emmy nominations or any kind of trophy season, so I'm just winging it there national gallery staff quickly cleared the room <laughs> the gallery has since confirmed the painting was not harmed thank god saying the statement that after the protesters threw what appears to be tomato soup over the painting the room was cleared for visitors and police were clear were called in oh i didn't see that one coming <laughs> calling the police on fucking protesters throwing a fucking painting over a million dollar painting Wow, I, I, I wouldn't have gone to that conclusion. <laughs> Officers are now on the scene. There is some minor damage to the frame, but the painting is unharmed. I'm not even going to continue reading this shit. Anyway, uh, should we uh, file this under dummy of the century? We can. I'm looking at the report now. Uh huh. The people that that did it, they look fucking young. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm like these kids look like they're thirteen and fourteen. And yet the report says twenty one and twenty. Like I'm gonna, I'll text you what I'm looking at now. No, I I seen the you, video. I saw the video oh, okay. when they did it. I saw Wait, because people tell me they look like they're twenty one. Dude, I go to a church. Where there's triplets, and the triplets are 13 years old in age. Mm -hmm. Their appearance is of 28 year old. <laughs> but this 21 year old is the opposite these three of kids, this video here. These three kids oh, oh, tower over me. They tower over me. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't blame anybody if they would never ask him for ID. <laughs> <laughs> Need we repeat that bad boys two line <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> when the kid went visit to, to Martin Lawrence's Give house? Give love to me. Like, want to? Like, no, no, no. Like, like, how old are you? Seventeen. Word we cannot pronounce. You look like thirty. <laughs> you look like thirty-one. You got some ID on you? No. Then spoilers, he ends up marrying her. <laughs> oh yeah, in the old movie, and then she gives birth, and they're running through. They're running through. Uh, that was part have, three. Like, shoot up scene in the mall, and then they run to the hospital after that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that was on part three, right? Yeah. Okay. See how we mix things here. <laughs> We're talking about current events, and then we still end up talking about movies. <laughs> okay. At least it's patching together. It's not like we go. Well, you know. It's we not. This isn't. We, it's not that we're doing a Jackson Pollock painting. Like nothing makes sense. Then again, what the fuck do I know? That painting's worth millions, and it's just dude did did fucking splatter on a fucking uh, <laughs> on a fucking canvas, and fifty years later, worth worth over a million dollars. Tells you what the fuck do I know about art? <laughs> I for sure don't shit. Shit. You can say it, man. We're not censored here. You can say it. I don't know shit. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, uh, 
Yeah, like look, yeah, we could label that under the dummy, the dummy of the year, maybe. Yeah, but look, dummies. I understand the need uh, that you feel the need to protest, and I do not believe in censorship at any way, shape, or form. I don't care your ideology, your beliefs, your sexual preferences. I don't give a shit about that. You do you, and you do what you got to do, and you you have the right to say whatever the fuck you want to say. But when you do stupidity and harming shit that ain't got nothing to do with the fucking environment because tell me what the fuck van gogh has to do with fucking oil maybe they were trying to make a point with because it was worth so much maybe they were like look well i'm gonna do this and maybe they'll hear me now when this dude kicked the bucket by himself, by the way, <laughs> may I add? Let, let us re- let us repeat that dark nature of his life again. <laughs> let us re- we're gonna skip that. no, no, no. He passed away when he fucking killed himself. Fuck it, <laughs> he fucking killed himself. It's a matter of history for fucking sake. He killed himself. All right, he fucking did it. I'm sorry. It's not nice. It's not good, but he fucking did it. Okay, you can't take that back. You. you as a, as a, an extreme uh, conservative once said, uh, facts don't care about your feelings. <laughs> so, and you don't either. Huh? <laughs> it would seem that way. <laughs> oh, no, it is that way. <laughs> Anyways, when this dude was still in the breathing, in the, within the breathing people, not inside a coffin... <laughs> When he was deep, when he was alive, there was no fucking oil. There was no fucking there was no fucking cars running around. There was no fucking oil. Why the fuck you have to throw fucking tomato soup on his shit? Also, may may I add, this dude was depressed, (laughs) fucking cut off his ear, and killed himself. Why the fuck demons? Like, like. Why the fuck are you going to gain up on him after the fact that he's dead and he's been dead over a hundred years and you're still going to fuck him up? What the fuck? Leave the man alone. <laughs> I told you, the, the kids look like they're 13. They probably thought, well, they're so protective over um, this painting. Let's just do that. Fuck shit up and see if we can get our word out before we get arrested. Uh, I, I would say words that would be construed as offensive. Yeah, just by their physical appearance, not just because they look 13. <laughs> We don't want to get canceled. Get, here, you know? Read between the lines. Here. Let us read between the lines here, and let's not continue any further. Yeah. Let's just say they don't look well. Let's just say they don't have a tight grip on reality. They don't. They don't have a tight grip on reality. Let's just leave it at that, okay? No insulting. Not calling them names. Let's just say. I mean, and, and it's not so much of a leap of expressing myself in that manner because, uh, hello, they threw, again, tomato soup on a painting of a dude that lived his life with fucking depression. Well, that's why he cut his ear ear off because yes. he was into it with the, uh, I forgot, I don't have it on my phone, but some guy, some dude, I think named Paul. You would know about that more than I do. Well, I was just <laughs> reading about it right now. The dude, like, the dude suffered enough in life. Didn't get any credit. And 
All these millions that his paintings have made. Did he see a red sand about that? That dude died fucking broke. Fucking broke. Van Gogh cut off his ear when tempers flared with Paul Gagu, G-A-U-G-U-I-N, the artist La mama que lo parió. he had been working with <laughs> while in, Huh? La mama que lo parió. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, it's an artist that he was working with. So when tempers start playing with that, and then he goes, uh, he began to hallucinate and suffered attacks in which he lost consciousness. Holy During shit. During these attacks, he used he used the knife. Fuck. He said he would black out and then he would come back to reality and then be like, "What the fuck? What happened? Like, okay, what's up?" And they're like, "You know, you just did something, right?" Yeah. But he didn't have any recollection of what the fuck the, he was doing. So yeah, uh, yeah, dummies of the century for now. I mean. There's a lot of potential out there for outshining. Oh, oh yeah, there's some something out there that's gonna be like, oh my beer. Yeah, no, <laughs> this, dude, we live in a planet that is a perpetual hold my beer challenge. <laughs> it is like one outshines the other. It is like you ain't done shit. <laughs> like what? You think you act a fool? You ain't done shit. Watch this I, motherfucker. I, watch me. I show you. Watch this motherfucker. <laughs> I'll fuck you up in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I will fuck you up in a minute. <laughs> I'll make you look normal. <laughs> that is the biggest fucking letdown right there. Like, you're going to make me look normal? Holy shit. <laughs> Woo. Jesus. Oh, what a day to be alive. <laughs> People throwing fucking Campbell's soup on fucking paintings worth a million dollars. You just wasted a good can of soup, too. Yeah, you could have had that shit for lunch. <laughs> Some crackers and biscuits, whatever. The and fuck you, you, you posh English folks eat. And fucking glue yourself to the wall? Yeah. Really? Like that, see, and, the, and that glue wasn't made of. There's some properties there that they're... Exactly. So you're kind of fucking fucking up your own purpose, motherfucker. Think about this shit. You you fucking did not think this through. Obviously. Obviously. You didn't think this shit through. Hey, Johnny, let's go. Let's go throw tomato soup on your painting and, you know, and, and you glue know. ourselves to But the, hey, to hey, hey, mission accomplished. Even our fat asses are talking about her. Mission accomplished. I told you, that's what they want. Yeah, they wanted the attention and mission accomplished. Even my fat ass is talking about them. We're roasting them like a motherfucker, but we're talking about that. We're talking on them on a podcast that's barely out there. Yeah, so, well, <laughs> mission accomplished. I guess, I guess we the fools, sir. <laughs> we the fools, sir. <laughs> Speaking of fools, let's not talk about the Yankees. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, no. Oh, <sighs> Jesus Christ. I almost burned down every Yankee thing I owned yesterday. By the time you oh, listen no. to this on Monday, dude, dude, uh, they either fucking going golfing or they just want to hurt the fucking Yankee fan base more. Or, or Aaron Boone is seeking, is seeking, uh, 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 getting fired from the Yankees. Aaron, Aaron ain't going nowhere. 
Cashman ain't going nowhere. I saw a picture of of the front office for the Astros and the front office for the Yankees. I think I was like twelve when the last person that joined the Yankees front office. <laughs> in in the in the oldest one, I wasn't even born yet. Cashman was hired by the Yankees in nineteen eighty six. The last person that was hired for the front office was in two thousand and two. No, that I think Steinbrenner was still alive back then. Yeah. So the front office needs a mix up, I think. Because everyone that's hired by the Astros was 2000 or until now. Like, they have a young core front office that's going to be leading them for a long time. Where, now, yeah, the Yankees are doing what they're doing, but they, something needs to change well, before I burn down my house. Don't fucking do that. Like, look, dude. Uh, like, for those of you with, without the benefit of seeing us, because God save your eyes <laughs> we're it. blessing you we're right blessing now, okay? you we, we be happy that we're not showing our face uh, yeah yeah because of jesus christ anyway <laughs> i'm wearing an aguila cibaeñas uh baseball cap uh that team has not as much championship as the yankees because obviously the yankees are the winniest franchise of all sports 27 world championships yes. sorry. yeah 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 but as Aguilas, I think they got 22. So that's yeah, pre- that's, pre- that's pretty fucking well, impressive. That's pretty they're fucking. They're going to be Im- at 27 before the Yankees win the next one. So don't worry about it. No, the Aguilas got like 22. So that's pretty fucking impressive. Yeah. That's pretty, fu- pre- pretty fucking impressive. But the last years of Las Aguilas has been, let's be admitted and let's be honest, has been dog shit. I mean, we won back in 2021. So it hasn't been that long. There hasn't been a big drought. You want to know know when's the last time the Yankees won? Hmm? 2009. Yeah. And A-Rod. And A-Rod was in the team. And A-Rod was pretty much carrying them almost that year. Yep. After they kicked his ass out of the team for, Well, he missed the year before because of steroids. And then he had to end up getting some kind of hip surgery. Yeah. And then he came back fresh, new, didn't play for a year and just... Was a beast. I th- I think he he even talked about that. I was like that was his proudest moment that he didn't need no P- uh, PhDs to win that championship. I think no, he's... he just needed Madonna. Yeah. Anyway, let's continue. Ah, <laughs> God, that fossil. <laughs> anyway, okay. Let's keep it in pseudo sports. <laughs> uh, you know we were talk. We've been kind of going on the wrestling beat. Uh, uh, recently, because you know, um, you're kind of a wrestling fan, and I I'm still a wrestling fan. I, I don't I don't deny that shit. Yes, 44 years old, 44 years old, and still watches wrestling. I'm 34. You, I mean, I'll catch it once in a blue. I mean, you don't like I'm it. I'm still playing the PlayStation Fire game. I mean, no, I'm still I'm, playing video games at our age. I mean, yeah, I ain't gonna stop. Hey. Me. Who's the demographic? You think a fucking fifteen-year-old uh, got cashed to buy a PS5, unless he's selling drugs, <laughs> unless he's a fucking drug lord? Parents are buying it. You know, yeah, yeah, but no. But who's who? Let, let's be honest and sincere. Who is the key demographic for these fucking expensive as fuck uh, video games? Oh, between the thirty and fifty range is probably. Yes, yeah, because those are the fucking people that can pay it. 
Because they got jobs. Because mm-hmm. guess what? Fucking shit is expensive. Yeah, I mean, I like I, I didn't buy my PlayStation Five, but those shits were expensive. Like you buy one brand new right now, how much you gonna how much you gonna pay? Eight hundred well, bucks? Yeah, because what they're doing now is the the system is five, and they're making you buy a controller and two games. They're bundling it now. They don't want to just uh-huh. sell it to, just the system, which is smart. A lot of these people, a lot of these yeah. companies are doing that. So, anyways, uh, back to the wrestling beat. Uh, you remember that we talked about the all-out uh, melee that happened in the in the locker room between CM Punk, the yeah. Young Bucks, and Kenny Omega, and th- there was also a, a there was also a CM Punk's uh, former trainer, the guy who trained him for wrestling, A Steel, who is a producer mm-hmm. in AEW, who was also participating in the fight because allegedly he bit, literally bit, uh, Kenny Omega. Apparently that's a form of fighting now, biting people. Really? Wow! <laughs> like, you bite me, I fuck you up, huh? Like, 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 ch- check that motherfucker for rabies. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Anyway, uh, things are starting to clear up now uh, because you know, as, as I think we already talked about this in the podcast before, every all the parties involved have been suspended indefinitely. Uh, that includes the the Young Bucks, uh, Nick and Matt Jackson, Kenny Omega, uh, CM Punk, and uh, Ace Steel. Now, uh, this week, we got uh, information that Ace Steel has been fired from AEW due to the said uh, melee that happened in the locker room. Because I guess when you bite a wrestler <laughs> and you're a producer and also bit one of the executive vice presidents of the company what is he a dog uh look this is hearsay okay obviously none of us were there and this is still under speculation but the information that we got so far that all the parties involved are clear on is that after cm punk uh destroyed everybody verbally in his press conference he went back to his locker room, and apparently the EVPs, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, who are wrestlers and also executive vice presidents of the company, mm-hmm. were waiting for him in his locker room. Why? Because he literally said in the press conference, if you have a problem with me, come see me. So they took him up on that offer, and they were there. So when Punk arrived, Punk immediately took a swing at one of the uh, uh, at one of the uh, young bucks. I think he he swung at Matt Jackson, and then uh, Ace Steel threw a chair at Nick Jackson and landed on his head. So he hit him with a, ch- a steel chair for realsies, with the intent of hurting. Uh, CM Punk apparently has emotional issues because he has a dog like named Larry, and it's like an emotional dog. You know, for for emotional support and whatnot, mm-hmm. and the dog seeing all this batshit crazy going thing going on, those the barks the dog starts barking. To this point, Kenny Omega hasn't done dick, but when he sees the dog, Kenny is a very sensitive person, so he thought, "Oh my God, the dog is gonna ha- something's gonna happen to the dog." So his intent was to pick up the dog and take him out of the room, so nothing happens to it. 
Ace Steel interprets this as Kenny wants to harm the dog. <laughs> so he fucking bits him, bites him. And then at this point is when everybody comes in and starts to uh, stop, uh, tries to stop uh, breaking out the fight. This is the story that has been told so far where all parties agree on that happened. I just, just want to know. Isn't it easier hitting someone than actually bringing your face to their body and like chomping on them like they're freaking meat? Uh, Yeah. But like it's so. And apparently a steel is also surprised that he was let go. Now, you tell me, if you start a fight with the executive vice presidents of the company that you work for, and you buy th throw a chair at one of them and bite another one, do you and expect to have a job the next day? Yeah, why not? Do you expect, like, nothing happened here? <laughs> All is hunky-dory. Everything is under the water Every under the bridge. Man. Everything is, is peachy king. <laughs> <laughs> everything is it's water under the bridge man uh bullshit <laughs> his ass is gone <laughs> his ass is gone also fruit of all this now the rumors are that aw because after that fucking melee in, in the locker room now cm punk has develop ill will towards almost 80 or to not say 90% of the entire locker room in an AEW. People don't want him there no more because it, apparently, and, and this comes from Rob Van Dam. If you know who Rob Van Dam is, R RVD, Mr. Monday night, uh, 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 or how he used to call himself back in the ECW days, the whole fucking show. <laughs> That's how he used to call himself. I don't remember him as the, yeah, 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 well, that's how he used to call it, the whole fucking show. So Mr. Whole Fucking Show himself, who is a weed head to the ma maximum potential. No. He makes I, Matt Riddle look like a Christian. I, I thought he would have been like, like his body is like a temple. I thought he wouldn't even, even put any stupid shit in his body like that. That's why he lost the title, because they found him and, and, and Sabu. They stopped them back when weed was like illegal and shit. They stopped the police, stopped them and found huge amounts of bags of weed. <laughs> Both of them. It was like one of these fucking bits on TV. They just opened the door. It's just a hail of smoke coming out of the fucking car. <laughs> It's like they were writing. It's like they were writing with Snoop Dogg and shit. <laughs> Anyways, he was suspended. That's why he lost his title back then, which he beat uh, John Cena back in the day. We're reminiscing here. Anyway, so, uh, they asked RVD recently, very recently, about his opinion about CM Punk. And RVD said, look, uh, people that get to that level who have this fucking desire to be the very, very fucking best, they all share a common denominator. They are egomaniacs. They, are, they have a fucking ego the size of Texas. <laughs> and he said, and CM Punk is no exception. He Dude has a giant ego. 
That's this is RVD speaking, not me. I don't know CM Punk. I don't know him from Adam. Well, he, I mean, history speaks for itself. No, no, and he give a he gave an example that pretty much nails the uh, nails it in the head. As you know, CM Punk uh, started his WWE career in the WWE version of ECW. Mm. He started his career there. And our, Rob Van Dam was the champion, but when he got suspended, he left the company. He left for a while to serve his suspension because of weed. When he came back, uh, CM Punk was already wrestling, but he only had months in the company. So he says that when he came back, CM Punk uh, greeted him like he was very nice. He said, very nice, very respectful, very, like, very gentlemanly. So he can look, Rob, I know you've been here. You, you haven't been here in a while because you were serving your suspension and everything. But I'm just letting you know, FYI, that I'm I'm, I'm going to do a locker room meeting. And Rob and there was like in his head, he said in my head, I was like, motherfucker, you've been here a minute. <laughs> And you're starting a fucking <laughs> a locker room locker meeting. Room meeting. You've been here a fucking minute, and you want a locker room meeting? So yeah, because you know there, there's some guys that have been snooping around, and touching other people's gear, and we want to talk about that. Obviously, this is not uh, this has nothing to do with you because you weren't here when this happened. But you know, like we're locker room leaders, uh, uh, meaning him and and RVD are locker room leaders, and it would be great for you to be there, like show support for all this. So I'm just giving you the heads up, like if you can please be in the meeting, just to be there, you know, show your support, moral support for the for the guys, and, and, and you know, like backing us up. And Robin then was like, he was, he, he said, look, I treated him well. I was like, yeah, yeah, sure, of course. But in my head, it was like, you motherfucker, you? you motherfucker, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, what the fuck? You, you've been here a minute, and you already think you're a locker room leader. You've been in here a minute, a minute. So he says, uh, but I say, hey, God bless him because look where he's at. Look where position he's at and he's earning all the money. God bless. I can't hate on that. I don't hate on that, but it's just that the dude has an ego. That's all I can say about the dude. The dude has an ego. But then again, guess what? That's what you got to do to in order to be the top dog in this business. You have to fucking believe in yourself. But. He said, I just don't do that in that degree because you end up burning bridges. So you do it in that mm -hmm. fucking level, you you end up burning bridges. And he's burned his couple of bridges. He's burned his bridges. So, yeah, that, that that's the story, the, 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 the A-Steel thing with CM Punk and all that. So... What I was mentioning about the CM Punk thing is that CM Punk, due to the nature of everything that's going on, it's the rumor mill says is that AEW is going to buy out his contract. He has like a couple of years left in his contract. That means we don't know how much he's making, but there's some speculation that he could be owed like four or five million. No, he has to be making more than that. Yeah, no, a year, a year, I mean. Yeah, more year. than that. So what the the but the thing the hold up right now as to why they haven't bought his contract out fully yet is because they're discussing about um uh what what's the term they use uh uh no complete no compete clause like he has to fulfill a period that he won't sign with anybody after they buy out his contract that is 
in filling a speculation as to that uh, that there might be some interest in WWE signing CM Punk. Now, that creates and opens a whole nother can of worms due to the the fucking history that the CM Punk has with WWE. Granted, Vince McMahon is not there anymore. So that's one big issue out of the way. But still, he has major heat with one Papa H, Triple H, Paul Levesque. He has major heat with him because things did not end well between them also when Punk left the company then. Well, that was one of the reasons why he left. Because of how because they were going to give him and that year, which I believe, if I'm not mistaken, is 2014. They were going to make him fight Triple H for that uh, WrestleMania. That was the plan. And by the way, it, Punk was supposed to win. But Punk was like, I totally resent Triple H. He's, he told him to his face. I resent you for not putting me over back in 2011. Because that was the right call to do, to put me over. You had nothing to gain on that. So that this match, it doesn't help me. It helps you. So this WrestleMania match you guys want, it helps you, not me. So uh, there's issues there. But Triple H is like Vince in the sense that he's, he's game for whatever, as long as it's best for business. You know, he, he doesn't hold grudges. He's a guy that uh, will do what is best for business. So there is speculation that WWE might actually do that, but there's a problem, which is one, the the ego and the attitude with CM Punk due to what we've seen so far, the issues with AEW. Also, the dude is injury prone. He's not young anymore. He's 44. He's injury prone. Broke his foot and and, and and tore his tricep, his left tricep. So uh, he's very injury prone. So why would you invest, invest in damaged goods, you know? So best scenario for CM Punk, part-time. Be a part-timer. He has to be a taker. He has to be a part-timer. So that automatically... Kills whatever thoughts that he might have in his head. Oh, I got to be the champion. Look, with the exception of Brock Lesnar and, and Roman Reigns now, because Brock, uh, Roman Reigns now is a part-timer, uh, I don't like the idea of a champ being a part-timer. I don't like the idea. It's because you got to put something out there for the fans to go against. I mean, right now, how they've been booking uh, a Roman is solid like they th this reminds me like back in the old days like in the 80s you you don't remember this because you weren't around there but in the 80s hogan was the champ for like five or six years and you barely saw the dude on tv he was barely on tv and it didn't matter and people didn't want i don't remember people ever asking where is hogan gonna defend the title they, nobody gave a shit because it was like really defend the title in main events. Exactly. It was and the you big don't need money. That long to build a promotion either. Like 
No, and, and also back in the day it was a different beast because the, you didn't have Raw, you didn't have SmackDown, you didn't have all this. It was like it's just one show. Exactly, it was just one show, and they filmed a month of material in one night. So they were always on the on the road, not doing TV, and they already mm -hmm. had TV. They already had TV for a month. They had already filmed enough TV for a month. So they were good. They were solid. So Hogan didn't have to do that traveling. He didn't have the big schedule, but he was making the big mucks. So th this is kind of like a, a modern day era, era version of Hulk Hogan, what they're doing with Roman now. And I'm okay with it. I'm fine with it. I'm fine. I, I don't got no problem with Roman because Roman's character has been built to this point that is believable for him to take this time off because he's so goddamn good. Like, he can take it leisurely because he already beat everybody. He beat everybody. Everybody in the fucking roster has been has his his, his stamp of his boot on their ass. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's literally that. It's like, I kicked that ass. I kicked that ass. I kicked that ass. That's it. He, th there's nobody in the fucking roster he hasn't beat. But it makes sense. Like, how longer could have, you know, I'm just speaking here. How longer could have Austin, Taker, mm -hmm. Michaels, Triple H would have lasted if they did exactly what they're doing now? You you know Shit, you, you stuff was... a mud hole for two or three years, and you make them part timers. There's no reason to have them there every single day. You make a good storyline, and you put and you give these guys. You know it doesn't take that long to build a storyline. Yeah, you do a couple of shows I... nights there and there. You do one of or two appearances, you don't have to break your ass. Yeah, no, no. Come, come, rest, come, pay per view time. And look, you're legit. And you look, you know who you have to who you thank for this new era of part time uh, heavyweight champions? Brock Lesnar. Brock was, in this modern era, is the first guy that is a part timer, came back as the world champion, didn't have to wrestle every night. Brock, look, people. Shit on Brock, not now, because now he's like this happy, uh, happy-go-lucky attitude that he has now. He's like funny, but he's still he's still a beast. He's he beats the shit out of people still, but he's like more like his demeanor is more like relaxed, more chill. But when he came in, it was like fucking destroy everything in the fucking path. It's just eliminate every fucking be any fucking body in the middle and just destroy them. But Brock is fucking smart. In, in terms of business wise he's getting more money than most people in that fucking locker room for doing the minimum and why because he's a fucking name everybody and their mama knows time and everybody and his mama know who the fuck brock lesnar is well yeah it's like that in any job dog but you break your ass you know, you know, you come in, you know what you're doing, you get it done, and no one really gives a damn what you do next, as long as your job is done. Yeah, and, and he's and he does his job perfectly. He does his job perfectly, and so going back to Punk, uh, with Punk, I have my reservations of going part-time wrestler champion there because one, let's be honest, he's scrawny. He doesn't Why have. Does he need to be a champion? I'm talking about because his ego wants to be the top guy. He's okay, remember going to cost you money. Remember his catchphrase that he is, is that he is the best in the world. 
That's his catchphrase. So that comes with the territory of gold. If you're the yeah, best Bernard in the world, used to have a catchphrase: "The best there was, the best there will, the best there ever will be." Yeah, but but his asses wasn't. Uh, he was. Who you were. Uh, he was. He was the best technical wrestler in that fucking technical. company. But then, you know, if you really think about it, Angle came in, did his shit. Yeah, but look, uh, we're not gonna go on this fucking. <laughs> we're not gonna go on this fucking tirade. Uh, uh, we can. No, 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 because. It's unfair because they never got to fight each other. That's why. They never got the chance to fight each other. And both of them wanted to. Like, if you ask them now, both of them would have... That, that's one of his bucket lists. That, that's Kurt Angle's bucket list. He was like, that's the one that got away from me. That's the, one, that's the one that I regret the most in life. He said, I regret that like you won't imagine. Because he's wrestled everybody that he wanted to. Yeah, but what shape was Bret Hart at no, that time to wrestle? But look, when the when Kurt Angle made pro in WWE was in ninety nine. Nineteen ninety nine. By that time, Bret was still uh, uh jerking the curtain in, in WCW. So he was in WCW, and a few months later, he got concussed out of uh, to retirement by Bill Goldberg. That fucking well, we're not kick. Get into that one again. Uh, by Bill Goldberg and oh no uh, Brett Brett you just touched that subject Brett will let you know <laughs> oh yeah and at this point Goldberg don't give a damn no bro, Goldberg he reached out to him Goldberg don't time, give a fuck try to say his sorries and you know he basically said you know what fuck him you know but Brett all the time he's like you know the guy that should be removed from the Hall of Fame is Goldberg <laughs> like it's, dude you you forgave Shawn Michaels for screwing you in Montreal. Exactly. So like, should Shawn Michaels like, be in the Hall of Fame? If I mean, I, I, I believe that in his heart of hearts, uh, the, the screw job is not as big as being removed from wrestling and not be able to perform. That's what Goldberg took away from him. The the the, the ability to it perform. Like it was on purpose. But you have to understand for this dude, that's his life. I'm not justifying Brett's idea. I, I'm not justifying it. His brother almost ended Stone Cold before he was really Stone Cold. I know. But I'm not justifying Brett's mental state on this. I'm with you 120 billion percent. That <laughs> You should fucking let this go. Because it's done. Like, dude, you can, you can press this issue to the billionth degree. It's done. You haven't wrestled. As a full-time actual fucking wrestler in over fucking 20 years. Let it the fuck go. <laughs> Let it the fuck go. Let it go. Let it go for fuck's sake. That's it. Look, yes. Was he hard on you? Yes. Did he concuss your ass? Yes. Did he force you to retire? Yes. All of he the above. Apologize. But he didn't fucking do it on purpose. Did he apologize? Did he make multiple efforts to apologize? He did not do it on fucking purpose. It was not his intention to remove you from wrestling. You have to understand, Goldberg only had like, what, three years in the fucking business at to that point? Amber Hart is a big name. Why would he even want to do that? Three years. He's basically a fucking rookie. 
So he he kicked the shit out of you. It's real. He fucked I mean, you up. It's fucking horrible. The way Goldberg came in, he just beat your ass and, and said next. <laughs> it's literally his catch line. Who's next? Dude, the longest matches of that man's career was when he w- went into WWE in 2002. Was that against The Rock? Against everybody. Because oh, yeah. they fucked up the they fucked up the formula in WWE. The reason Goldberg was huge in WCW is because they protected his inabilities. No, his they, his inabilities, his yeah, shortcomings. So That's why the matches were greatest was, wrestler. But he was, you know, you made it short and sweet, and he didn't fuck it up. It was the Mike Tyson formula. You didn't go see a Mike Tyson fight back in the eighties to see how long this fucking match was gonna last. He knocked the motherfucker out in the th- second round. Sometimes the first within t- within 20 seconds. Like, you know this was going to be short and sweet. <laughs> you Every knew. Two- Signing up to this fucking pay-per-view, this was going to be ending in a minute. <laughs> you ever t- did I ever tell you that time that we watched it? We, we ordered the fight. My brother-in-law ordered the fight. Which Mike fight? Tyson was in it. It was a Tyson fight. Watched all but, that shit. What back when? Back oh, when I don't remember this. Had been maybe early two thousands. Well, that was diminished uh diminished returns, Tyson. Yeah, but he was still could fuck you up. Oh for sure. He can fuck you up now. Oh yeah. <laughs> they said the bravest the bravest per, the the bravest person in the world is Mike Tyson's trainer. <laughs> <laughs> You don't want none of that. <laughs> so you don't want none the, of that. We order the fight, and the fucking cable goes out. Oh shit! Was it was it the cable or was it the lights? One of those. It was either the cable or the lights went out. The lights came on, or the cable box came on. Three minutes. Jesus so you Christ, thought I'm the burned. first round would have been over. Fine. Fucking guy knocked him out. <laughs> Tyson <laughs> knocked out the fight, and we missed the whole fight. <laughs> It was like we paid fucking seventy dollars to watch nothing, dude. Uh, uh, that dude, I don't know what the fuck he had. He had the touch of death in his fucking fist. Here's the thing, and I and I listen and I talk to a lot of guys about Tyson. Tyson wasn't a boxer; he was a street fighter. That's why a lot like Holyfield and um, what's the other guy's name, Lennox. When he faced them, he didn't win a lot. Because they they boxed him. He, that's why you know Tyson was the, a street fighter. He wanted look, to knock you the fuck it's out. It's right the away. same thing with Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. It's the same fucking thing. Deontay Wilder has a touch of death. <laughs> he fucking he touches you. He tags you with his arm. You're done. It's sleepy noonu time. It's sleepy noonu time. You ain't waking up. <laughs> you ain't waking up. But Tyson Fury is a fucking boxer. He will outbox you. He will outbox you. And that's the reason why he's beaten Deontay Wilder twice. The dude, Deontay Wilder, has a fucking... He fought like a week ago. Deontay Wilder did. First round. Touch the dude. Out cold. (laughs) First round. Mm -hmm. First round. He just touched the dude. He just tagged him. Tagged him. And the dude was sleeping. He was snoring. He was snoring in the fucking mat. Snoring. 
<laughs> fucking snoring. That dude, the, the touch of death. Touch of death. Yeah, it's like their 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 fist is made out of fucking. No, same thing, it, uh, it's like if that uh, thing hammers made out of. If it's like if he tags you with that arm with with that fist, it takes you to another dimension. I'm going night night. It's sleepy no no time. <laughs> sleepy no no time. Talking as we're still in sports. Don't Mr. tell Tom me. Tom Grady, the goat, got killed today. <laughs> they lost twenty-one to three. They didn't even score a touchdown. Shocking. <laughs> <laughs> Shocking. Lisa, if you're if you're listening to this and you're still a Brady fan, I'm sorry. She's a Patriots fan. She don't give a fuck about <laughs> Buccaneers. <laughs> she don't give a fuck about the Buccaneers. Uh, like the the period of time when Brady was in the team, that's all she gave a shit about. Now that he's gone, now that sack him, sack him. No, now that he's gone, they, like she, there, there's still some love for Brady, but not a, like if she goes face if he goes faces the Patriots, he's like fuck him, <laughs> fuck him, fuck him. Yeah, so, but yeah, I going back to the whole part time thing. If you did that from the beginning of of time, you would have saved a lot of rest of his career and would have probably made him longer. Yeah, would have made him a lot longer than what they were. Also, probably would have fought maybe another three years. But his knees I, were shot. Look, I think that WWE now is getting it. You know, like less is more. I think Spe- sports in general is getting it. No, but look, le- sports in general, yes. But there, I don't think there's a sport more taxing on the body than wrestling. Because well, three sixty, ex- that and. You're constantly punishing your body in a way that no other sport is demanding that. Like, the bumps these people take in their back. Like, for example, Randy Orton, have you seen him in a while? No. Why? His back is fucked up for all those goddamn RKOs. Because, hello, he's throwing himself on the floor on his bare back. And he's been doing that for over 20 years. Hello? He's and, and that ring is not like it's springboarded. It's fucking wood, with a cover with the lightest cover uh, 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 of a mat thing that uh, like uh, 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 supported shit, like some rubber shit on top. But still, you're landing on fucking hardwood. You're landing on fucking hardwood for twenty fucking years. What the fuck you think is gonna happen to your back? It's gonna go out. It's gonna go out. You look at Hogan. Look at Hogan. Hogan, that leg drop is the most boring-ass fucking finisher under God's green earth. Yet that fucking leg drop fucked him up for the rest of his life because he's landing on his ass and is compressing his spine. Every time he did it, it was compressing his spine. The same thing with Austin. But Austin, as Lee, look, the difference between Hogan and Austin is that Austin has been getting treatment with DDP yoga. So it's he, helped out a lot of people. Dude, like, you know that Dustin Rhodes, he's still wrestling in AEW. You know that? 
Dustin, 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 he used to be Goldust. No, Cody, bro, Cody Rose's brother, older brother. He's still no. fucking wrestling. He's still Goldust is still wrestling. Yes, and his fi- late fifties, and he's still wrestling. And he's still fucking good. He still moves like he used to. Why? DDP yoga. Goldust didn't get enough. Right there. DDP yoga. <laughs> Goldust didn't get enough credit. That dude was wrestling. Austin good. says Austin still says that he's one of his favorite matches uh, to have against him. Was was he was one of his favorite opponents all time. And his wife was not something bad to look at either. She still look good. Damn. She still she still look good. She still he looks terrible. And he's um, he's and he's lost so much goddamn weight. Well, that's what supposedly that 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 yoga stuff is makes people lose weight. Like a lot of fat people started doing the DDP yoga stuff, and they lost a tremendous ton, dude, tons of weight. Dustin is like, you remember when he started as Goldust? How how trimmed he was? Yeah, that's exactly how he looks now. That's good though, uh, but I heard a lot of people, well, I've seen and heard and read a lot of Look, stories that Drew McIntyre, AJ Styles, Shawn Michaels, Shawn well, Michaels, Michaels needed it, My, Sha- Michaels Chris needed Jericho, it. uh, uh, Mick Foley right now is using it too. He has to. Well, he can't uh, move. Foley yeah. went through Foley's whole wrestling career. It was about getting beaten the shit out of. Yeah, that's basically throwing off cages. I'm, I'm sorry, but I have to agree. Ring. I have to agree with with uh, Ric Flair when he called him a glorified stuntman. <laughs> so it was basically and it. Basically, it was a glorified stuntman. He was like, "Oh, you want me to lose? Sure. How do you want me to lose? Oh, but we need you to do this along the way. All right, no problem. No, and no, dude. It was all ninety percent of the. It was his idea." <laughs> 90% of all that shit was his idea. It was his idea. Like, for example, when The Undertaker threw him off the cage in the Hell in the Cell and landed on the fucking announce table, guess whose idea was that? Mix. What drugs was Mick taking back then? And when he told that to, uh, to The Undertaker, Undertaker was like, Mick, do you want to fucking die? <laughs> it was like, you got kids, man. <laughs> you got fucking little kids. You want to fucking the- die? That's one thing he did is make good looking kids. Oh yeah, that that daughter of his, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh man. Jesus Christ. Well that though those looks have apparently come from the mama side. <laughs> I never seen his wife. Well, she was a sight to behold back in the day. The mom. She was a sight to behold. Anyways, so it was, even the Undertaker was like, Mick, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? <laughs> you know what happened after the, the Hell in the Cell match? Vince McMahon went to his, went to him while he was being attended, and Vince McMahon told him, "Mick, I can never thank you enough for what you just did to, for for this company tonight, but please, for the love of God, don't ever do that again." Didn't he go through the steel cage? He told him like that. Look, yes, that was the night that he went through the cage and and did the oh, whole. Was it the same night? I thought it was yes. two different matches. Yes, no, but the other one that he did with Triple H, that was at least planned. What happened in that match with the Undertaker, that wasn't planned. <laughs> that fucking just happened. The cage just buckled down and, and, and didn't and didn't give. 
So he was legitimately out cold when he landed on the floor on the on the ring under the cage. He was legitimately out cold. Legitimately, he was out cold. He says that he has no recollection of what happened after that match, after that moment. He said that that was that hurt more than the the first one when he landed on the table. That's what he said. It, it, it la- the one when he landed on the table hurt less than the one when he landed on the on the ring because the one when he landed on the ring he didn't that was not planned. That well, you was, can't get yourself ready for it. And uh, exactly, he wasn't ready for preparing for the fall. He wasn't ready. He and if you look at it, it, he took that bump very nasty. He was out cold. So Undertaker created the ring, a situation. The ring broke, didn't it? No, it didn't break. That was the one. That was the one with Triple H that it broke. Oh, okay. And that one was prepared. That was that one was planned. So they cushioned his fall. So he was that one. He didn't have any problem with that one at all. But the one that with the Undertaker that that fucked him up. That fucked him up. And Undertaker saw that. So Undertaker. That's why Undertaker took his sweet time, like calling the attention and people. And he just stood there. He was like. And Undertaker told him, like, I was just trying to give you some time, man. <laughs> because I saw you from up there. And he had to keep character. But inside he was like, oh, shit, I killed him. It's <laughs> like, oh, fuck, I killed him. Oh, fuck. Like, the, the Undertaker. Point, what were you going to do? Undertaker was like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck, I killed him. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That was his reaction. Like, oh, my God, I fucking killed him. Holy shit. <laughs> Don't fucking kill my friend. I don't know, dude. <laughs> that guy. Mick, look. Mick has balls the size of uh, Saturn. <laughs> Saturn? You think the... Fucking the size of the sun. Yeah. <laughs> He's got fucking balls the size of the sun. Jesus Christ. Dude still had enough brain cells to make a, a kid's book. Yeah. <laughs> That's the other thing, though. He's a fucking intellectual. That's the other fucking thing. You're like, this motherfucker enjoys pain like a narcissist, like some fucking sort of psycho, and he's fucking smart. He's fucking Cannibal Lecter. He's Hannibal Lecter for fuck's sake. Well, he was probably thought he was smart enough to realize that like, I'm a good wrestler. Isn't there another I'm not way? Be the greatest ever. Isn't there another way to earn cash in this fucking life? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Well, he said, I'm not going to be smart enough to be the best to, wrestler. To be the best. So, so why ju- not make the best matches? Exactly. Like, I, I even Austin told him, because remember, Austin, the Austin versus Kane match was after that. And Austin was like, well, thank you, Mick. Yeah, like, how the fuck am I supposed to, like, make what a the fuck? match now? Like, how the fuck am I going to follow that? Follow that shit. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, thank you, it's- Mick. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> you done fucked me over. <laughs> Ain't nobody remember this fucking match. I didn't Ain't even a- know Austin and Kane went after that. <laughs> There's like, Ain't no fucking name no motherfucker on earth that remember that goddamn match. And... Let me add to the uh, to that. Mick actually interfered in that match. After taking those fucking bumps, he interfered in that match. I, I didn't remember that. Like, th- that's inhuman. That's not normal. 
Like, how the fuck you survive that kind of shit? You don't. That That's another level, man. Yeah, make... Yeah. Like I said, he look, was smart enough to say I'm, I'm never going to be that good. Yeah, he's never going to be great ass matches. You, you're never going to see Mick in the Hall of Fame of best technical wrestler. <laughs> but the toughest SOB, toughest son of a bitch alive. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. So he needs that Diamond Dallas Page yoga because God damn, do, you know, doing be able to move right now. You know that the, the 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 doctor in WWE used to say to make you have a back like a crocodile's back. <laughs> like I see protrusions coming out of places that it shouldn't be. <laughs> After that fall, I don't know how he didn't break his back. No. You know what fucked him up the most? You know that he used to do this uh, flying elbow dive out outside of the ring. He landed outside fucking the ring. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, an yeah, unprotected, okay. an unprotected uh, padding on the floor, yep. and he used to land it on his hip. His hip used to absorb the 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 the, the fall mostly, mm-hmm. and that fucked up his hip. That fucked up his spine. That fu- that fucked in, that fucked up his back forever. And he said that it wasn't so much. He said the Hell in a Cell match was just like the 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 exclamation point on the whole fucking thing, but <laughs> it was all those fucking jump bumps. Take it, giving the elbow drop outside the ring. That's what fucked me up. That's what fucked him up. Wasn't yeah. anything else. That was what yeah. fucked him up. No, because he constantly did it. He constantly did it. He did it on all his matches. He did it on all his matches. You know that Mick is so fucked up that, <laughs> that, he, that he, you know, you remember when he had those matches as Mankind versus Shawn Michaels? Yeah. When Shawn, when Shawn was the champ? You yeah. probably remember there was a spot that Sean like kind of screamed at him. Like Not Sean, that I remember right now. Okay, guess what? Because th- this was, and this Mick, this Mick uh, revealed it recently. He said that he remembered that Sean had a a, a full pot with uh, uh, Vader. That had a what with Vader? Vader. What he had he, he had a he had a. a, a a, 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 a verbal confrontation with Vader in the middle of a match because okay. Vader missed a spot. Vader missed a spot, so Sean got mad because Sean was a perfectionist, and and he started chew, chewing his ass out in the middle of the match. And it was mm-hmm. for real. So Mick remembered that, and he was like, you know, and they were wrestling in Philadelphia where they're allegedly smart marks. You know what smart mark means? No. Mark is the term that they use for wrestling fans. But smart okay. marks are the ones that are like allegedly know everything that's going on inside. And the Philadelphia crowd is tendently always the smart mark because that's where the ECW fans come. You know, so usually they are the smart marks, the ones that are hip that know everything that's going on. So Mick used to wrestle in ECW as well. So Mick, like an up yours to the fans and to fuck, and to fuck with them, he told Sean, look, let's create a spot. You sh- when it looks like I missed a spot, and you scream at me, just to make the fans think, "Oh shit, this is going real now." <laughs> <laughs> and Sean was like, "You son of a bitch, I'm in." <laughs> he said, "Like," and he said, "Like with people that think that me and Sean had problems, like I had the time of my life wrestling Shawn Michaels." <laughs> he said, "I had the time of my life," and Sean loved me too because I gave him everything he wanted. I gave him everything he wanted. 
He wanted to bump against me. I would bump for him like a motherfucker. He would bump for me like a motherfucker. We would just make each other look good. He said, we just made each other look good. And and Sean loved it. I loved it. And I had no problems with Shawn Michaels as a wrestler. And, and even in personal shit because we respected each other. And we're talking about back in the day when Shawn Michaels was an asshole. When he was on that drugs. Yeah, when he was an asshole. So it was that Shawn Michaels, not the the born again Christian good good guy Shawn Michaels. It was back when he was an asshole. So, uh, <laughs> and Shawn would say it himself. I don't think he would get offended if I said, "Going, you used to be an asshole." Like, weren't we all? <laughs> weren't we, we all? Have a, we all have a phase that we were an asshole. Yeah, weren't we all once upon a time? Apparently, some of those people don't get the memo. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't stopped being assholes. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. Anyway. So, yeah, we've been... Fuck, I, we buried the lead in the wrestling, man. God damn, this has been a wrestling podcast. We accepted in the Tomato Soup Girls. <laughs> yeah. This has been a wrestling podcast, basically. Well, I mean... You, your second your second story just led right into it. I mean, we were, what hey, were we going to do? Yeah, we, we've just been riffing about that. Uh, when does the fucking... St- Oh shit! The game is gonna start at seven. The the Yankee game. Yeah, it's supposed to be raining. I hope you don't rained up. <coughs> yeah, I don't want. I, I just can't take that shit anymore. <laughs> I can't. Ah, Jesus can't. Christ! It's like it's every year with the fucking Yankees. Like mm-hmm. they start, they start like gangbusters, fucking killing it. Comes the the All Star game and then they suck donkey balls. You could say donkey dick. Uh, balls, dick, whatever. They they get their f- mouth full of that. <laughs> but I like to use elephant. It's a donkey. I like to use elephant. Donkey dicks is pretty fucking long, dude. <laughs> yeah, but you see elephants? I don't think it fit then, that okay, fucking Let's mouth. just forget about talking about dicks here. Um, we, lost, we, we lost our way here. <laughs> And again, we go, and it goes full circle now back to that Pulp Fiction scene. Oh, my God. Bring in the gimp. The people are not going to know exactly what the hell we're talking about here. Inside joke, inside joke. Bring in the gimp. (laughs) You hear that, you hillbilly? I ain't done with you yet. <laughs> I'm gonna get medieval on your ass. <laughs> well, maybe we should announce that um, <sighs> our counterpart here, Angelo, is still alive. Yes, yes, he has not. He did not die in the motorcycle accident. <laughs> Testing the motorcycle in New York City, he did not <laughs> die. <laughs> there was no need of necromancy. <laughs> His wife did not catch to conjure <laughs> Satan <laughs> to revive his, his bring his, his, his car, <laughs> lifeless carcass back to life with missing limbs and parts. <laughs> oh, <man. sighs> we love you, Angelo. <laughs> and the shit he put on Facebook. Oh. <laughs> Like I told you, it gives a whole new definition of cockfighting. <laughs> I'm not even going to repeat what he said on here either. <laughs> it 
if certain parts don't touch, it ain't. <laughs> add, add the word. Add the word. Add the word. Add the word. <laughs> it ain't you know what. <laughs> and we're laughing at an inside joke that nobody knows what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> oh, man. That's just. Oh. <sighs> Oh, well, that's that's what we do here in this podcast. We just mix up everything, and there's no common sense of what the fuck we're talking about. You just strap yourself in the ride and hope just, for the best. Just stay, just stay seated until the ride has come yeah. to a complete stop. Yeah, you might need some uh, 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 mental health <laughs> sessions afterwards. We all need them, even us. <laughs> oh, we definitely do. God knows we An do. Angel needs God. <laughs> no, 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 he's good. He's good. He's okay. He's okay. Believe me, he's a lot more tamer than he was back in the day. I don't. I don't think I want to know the angel back then. Oh, dude, you have no fucking. Go- you have no fucking clue. You have no idea. He was a lot crazier, but now, like parenthood, like I told you, parenthood. Has calmed him down, and he's a lot more relaxed, a lot more calm. But the imagination is still there. <laughs> oh, I bet it is. It's it's like you don't lose that. You just you bottle it inside and just like you know, I'm gonna keep you here for a little bit until I need you to come out. <laughs> hey, look at me! Like I I I don't commit uh, 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 acts of indecency and whatnot, but I got a very fucked up imagination. <laughs> I got a very fucked up imagination. Flaming Elmo. <laughs> yeah. Like I tell everybody, look, I, I, like I told my friend Lisa, like, look, I suck at being a sinner, but I suck even more at being a Christian. <laughs> so I'm I'm trapped in between and sucking at two worlds. <laughs> but at least you're trying. Yes. I mean, like, I'm like, God, you know what you're dealing with. <laughs> like, like, you know, like, you know, like, this ain't no fucking surprise to you. <laughs> This ain't no fucking surprise to you. I mean, at least I ain't doing the shit I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? He knows. He's like, and he's like, yeah, thank me. I ain't do- you ain't doing this shit. Because <laughs> if you've been, fuck, you should be locked up <laughs> for the rest of your natural life. <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> it's like my wife says, you, you tricked me. You tricked me. You told me something and then you were not. I was like, well, sucks to be you then. <laughs> well, you're choosing to stay. But hey, you you have conceded to stay with me. You've been with me for 15 years. So that makes you an accessory to murder. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> if I don't fuck up in the future, guess what? You're going in there with me. <laughs> I'm you, taking you with me. You, you've been re, you've been maintaining this fucking animal. <laughs> we should erase that. <laughs> no, I think she enjoyed listening to it. Oh yeah, she's like she must be shaking her head listening to this part. Like oh Jesus, <laughs> oh Jesus, oh, yeah, Jesus take the wheel, <laughs> Jesus take the wheel. What have I done oh, with this man? Okay. What have I done with this man, Jesus? Help me, Lord. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> Help me. Help me, Jesus. I don't know what to do with this crazy fat fuck. <laughs> he went rogue. <laughs> he went rogue. 
I'll be like, well, that would make two of us then. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> what I'm like, well, just just be grateful. I ain't killing nobody. That's for sure. So, oh, yeah. I'm seeing reaction now from Tom Brady throwing the playbook and throwing everything in the fucking floor. Yeah, he didn't have the greatest of game. Yeah, it's like, I came back and lost my fucking family for this shit? <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, dude, uh, yeah, it ain't it ain't no happy town in that family. Yeah, uh, and that bo- divorce seems to be getting very, very, very nasty. You know, at the end of the day, I don't think they're gonna go through with it. Like, you think he's gonna just retire out of spite? No, I think I think if he signs a contract. Saying he'll be done after this year. I think she'll take him back. Mm, Even though know. as fucked up as it seems to say, Yeah, I know you're my husband, but if you don't sign this contract that you're gonna, you know, put us first Look, next year, uh, I'm out. She's a beautiful yeah. woman and everything, but I think at this point in her life, because what is she, like in her late thirties now? No. I think she's older than that. She's in her forties then. I think she might be a little bit older. Okay, well, like in Ooh. the like we say in the R, Ferre bueno, entonces. <laughs> okay, she's forty-two. Okay, so so she was a little older than that. Okay, so yeah, she's, she's in her forties. Yeah, in he's her in his forty. I think he's he's like forty-five. No, he's like forty-five. He's like forty-four, forty-five, something like that. Let's find out. Hold on one second. Forty-five. Mm-hmm. I know he's older than me. <laughs> that much I know. He was older that than me. That much you know, huh? Yeah. That much I knew. He was older than me. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, dude. Uh, like, why? Uh, look, the dude has more money than fucking most NFL players can dream about. Oh, no, he got paid very well for doing what he was doing. And he he's just stayed. He's no. done it all multiple times, multiple times, more than twice, more than thrice, and he still wants more. The fuck, dude! He, was, he, was, he retired for what five months, and it was like not, he, not even, this. not even, like maybe four. I'm sorry. It was like four months maybe into it. And, and the wife was already planning houses and shit. He well, was they like, bought that house a while ago. Yeah, but the, the, like she was planning shit ahead already. He was like, ah, oh, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to have a good life. And, and all of a sudden, he's inside of like, no, I can nah, still do this shit. This. I can still do this shit. I can still fuck people up. <laughs> I can still fuck people up. Like, because it, it just gave him that bad taste in his mouth that he lost that game. And, and, and that final game in the postseason, I was like, God damn it. I was so fucking close. I was so goddamn fucking close. And, and, and also remembering that he had won the year previously. So mm-hmm. that was like, I can fucking still do this shit. I can still do this. What nah. the fuck? And now this season is t- telling him, no, son. Nah, he he didn't have the team like he had last year either. Mm. He's he might like, have the same receivers, but he doesn't have Gronk. Gronk retired. Gronkowski yeah. retired. He was like, fuck this. I'm done. His body was shot. 
Yeah, he thought that we was going to go back to the, the, the New England system. Like, no, dude. Those dudes are done. Those dudes are done. This is old. You are old. Let it go. This is the same fucking yeah, shit that happened to, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Brett Favre. That's another guy who overstayed his welcome. Yeah, big time. He overstayed his When he was on the Jets, I'm like, he made the Jets fucking good too. I was like, okay, so here we go. Maybe he can lead us. Also, nope. joining the Vikings, like going to the enemy camp. Oh, <laughs> that was the worst thing he ever did. Like, you were from Green Bay. And you went to the enemy camp. That, that, that's all. That's a whole nother level of assholery, if you ask me. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a whole nother level. Like, oh, you ain't gonna give me. Like poor Aaron Rodgers. It wasn't his fucking fault that he was younger than you. It ain't a fucking. It wasn't his fucking fault. It wasn't his fucking fault. It was just his time. And you know what? Now both of you are tied <laughs> in Super Bowl rings. Both of you are tied. Just one a piece. One a piece. Hey, that's most than most uh, good uh, 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 quarterbacks. Rodgers only has one? Yeah. He only won one. Making me rethink football here. I thought I had a good knowledge no. of football. No. Look, I'm not the biggest football I fan, know. but yeah. I know this shit because uh, Sports Center. <laughs> Back when it was actually good. <laughs> Yeah, sports center ain't sports center anymore. Yeah, it's been. Let's not go there. <laughs> let's not go there. Let's not go there. But yeah, he he fucked up his whole family. He is just just for the for fucking wanting to keep playing fucking uh, football, which he doesn't like. Quite frankly, he doesn't need it. Quite frankly, he doesn't need it. He's just doing it out of I don't know what the fuck. Is he doing it for? Yeah, he yeah, he only got one. He beat the uh, Steelers that year in yeah. 2010. Yep. Uh-huh. I remember because one of my good friends in DR, he's a Steelers fan. And he cried like a motherfucker. <laughs> I would have too. He cried like a motherfucker when they lost. God damn. And I was like, why the fuck? Why? God damn it. Why? Because it was Aaron Rodgers that year. That's all. That was his year. Yeah, they, their defense was number one that year. So it, that that defense stopped everything pretty much. And he was hitting on all cylinders that year too. But so, but, anyways, uh, so yeah, uh, Brady, retired, dude. Uh, get back to that. Brazil- marriage. Go back to that beautiful Brazilian woman that you got there, and you know, just make amends, have a falcon. Fucking calm down, dude. You got everything you need in life. And you accomplished everything in one of the hardest sports known to man. And you accomplished. I don't think, it. I don't think he'll quit now. Oh, no. He'll he, quit in the middle of the season. No, he, no, 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 no. He, he, he'll play it out. But I just fear that it's going to have to take somebody knocking him down literally. No, but he doesn't get hit. He, he falls to the ground. He's smart and aware of his surroundings at uh, his age still. Yeah, but he ain't no spring chicken anymore, man. No, a lot of these people, a lot of these older quarterbacks, are not doing well this year. Because you know, this Brady is, being one of them, Rodgers being another, 
Yeah, Rogers is fucking old already. Um, how old is he? Thirty eight, thirty nine. He's up there. He he his his even his his lifestyle. He's thirty eight. Thirty eight, yeah. Cause he's he been. Was, in... He was about to get married from that girl from the Divergent series. I forgot her name. Oh yeah, that girl. She was yeah. a little wacky. Yeah. When yeah. I was like, really? You go, you almost got married with that when you yeah. had Danica Patrick. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, but like even Russell Wilson is having a shit year. All these youngings are kicking ass. Josh Allen. It's you a young man's sport. I'm watching Patrick Mahomes. It's on the TV over here on the side. It's a young man's sports now. Right now, yeah. I mean, these older guys is just... I just got... He didn't do shit to... I mean, he also lost his top receiver, but usually he's able to connect. Like, he has receivers that have been there for a few years. And he's not connecting with them at all. I don't know what's going on with him. Yeah. But these... These guys... um. These older guys are not doing it. I think it's time to retire, Brady. Rodgers is next. I think it's time for him to... Well, Bye-bye. Well, you, you don't see... I mean, Roethlisberger retired last year, right? Yeah, he, at the end of last year. Yeah, yeah he, he, he retired last year. This is the first year we didn't, he hasn't, he's, hasn't touched. He hasn't played. So, yeah, like, all these old dudes... No, Roethlisberger are, got fucked up, too. He's a big I, dude, started I, running around. He could take hits, but it, it comes back to, to haunt you. Hey, man, the, the, the body will get those receipts later. The he body actually, will... He got, I think he was in Connecticut one offseason, and they didn't... They, Connecticut doesn't require helmets. And he oh. was in an accident. In a motorcycle got, accident? Yeah, so God knows what his body took there, too. Mm. I, think they, I think he was in... Connecticut, but yeah, I mean, it's like you said. It, it don't you? You can't be a part-time football player. <laughs> nah, that 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 doesn't work there. And wrestling, it, it does, there. but not not in fucking football. Not in fucking football, my friend. No. Yeah, Ben is what he's forty. Ben Roethlisberger is forty. Dude is a, uh, you know it was his time. He didn't have he didn't have fun last year. Anyway, uh, so I think we're done here. Uh, I'm sorry, he had a motorcycle accident in Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh, he didn't have a helmet on. Well, dummy of the week, right there. <laughs> Ender went seven hours of surgery to repair a broken jaw and other facial bones. So. Angelo, if you listen to this, New York, you're required to wear a helmet. No, no, he, a goddamn helmet. No, dude, believe me, he told me that he drove like sixty. <laughs> he was like driving like a grandpa, like a grandpa. I'm like, well, then why the fuck you did it then? <laughs> it was like driving like a grandpa. I was like, I was like, hey man, that woman will kill me if I die. <laughs> <laughs> You'll come back around and be her bitch still, okay? So. <laughs> anyway, uh, I think we can announce uh, the 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 thing that we were talking about before recording. That you know that I I might possibly, quite possibly, be doing an appearance in another podcast. 
So uh, we'll give the details on that when it comes out. But uh, there's a good possibility that yours truly will be making an appearance on another podcast as a guest. Not going, not switching sides here, for God's sake. Leaving me? No, not switching sides here. I mean, how the fuck am I going to switch sides if this is my podcast? <laughs> like, how am I going to fuck myself? <laughs> how am I going to do that to myself? Like, like are you going to fuck yourself? Like, no, we're not going to fucking... I'm not going to fuck myself. That's just another podcast. Uh, uh, it's called the Chess Conversation Podcast. So uh, probably this week we'll be recording uh, with them. Uh been chatting up with them uh, via social medias and sounds intriguing and they seem to have an interest so this is good for us because the podcast is growing and people are hearing about us so uh, hopefully and they will and we we'll also get our mention, uh, mention over there and I'm just giving their mention there and now for them as well free plug right there no money included <laughs> So, uh, uh, the Chess Conversation podcast. Uh, so we'll get, uh, I get, a, we will get our promotion there, which is good. And speaking of promotion, you know, our social medias, website, and all that goodies. You know, website huskybabupod dot com, the social media huskybabupod on both Instagram and Twitter, our personal uh, social media accounts that Ariel Duran and Jonathan. Yours is Johnny Boy four two six. Yes. Also, remember the T Public Store. The link is always in the description of the podcast. We always put it. There is a thirty-five percent off at the moment we're recording. But on- there's every other week. There's a thirty-five percent off. Yeah. They might even extend this one because this one was an extension of last week. So yeah. So you can get all the T-shirts, the stickers, case, masks, phone cases, artwork. Yes. It's becoming cold now, so you might want a nice little hoodie. Yeah, you might want to get that hoodie with uh, with our mugs in it if you are that uh, narcissistic and uh crazy. Well, you made <laughs> us look good in that in those in that in that uh, uh, logo. So I try, I try, I try. <laughs> I try, I try. You had a you know, you had to work a lot on it, but yeah, you, yeah, you, you made us look good. Yeah, yeah, I, I try, I try. Anyway, uh those those are all the the beats here on our end. So you know, help a brother out, buy stuff. It will help us out in terms of getting more quality stuff. Uh, like like for example, this week we got an upgrades. Like uh, Jonathan had a, a good upgrade on a good mic. That's why you're probably hearing his voice a lot more than mine. Because uh, usually I'm like I'm shouting at over him, and he's like sounding. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's it, it was it was a good upgrade. It was worth it. I mean, the other one did its job for the time being, but um, you know, it's a good you know. I started this out as a hobby, and it just became something more to it now. It's like I hate missing a week, but you know, life has it. Life is life. Life is life. So you're always gonna miss da, a show da, or two. Da, or, da, da, yeah. da. <laughs> God damn, that's an old fucking song. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what you were referenced there, so I'm just gonna let you continue with it. <laughs> 80s people, you know, you understand. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so we got a new mic here. We bought a nice, um, new well, mic got stand. another mic for your house and another yeah. stand for your house. Yeah. So, we so when together. exactly we purchase another uh, uh hell, well, let's let's promote it. Road po- uh, pod mic. 
Uh, these are fucking good, by the way. Uh, I, I, I will bow. Newer use, they're, they're top notch. They're fucking top notch. So kudos to the people on road in Australia. Uh, please hook us up. <laughs> please yeah, hook us exactly. up. Hey, hook us up. Like, like I, I wouldn't get mad if you gave me the send me the roadcaster. I wouldn't get mad at fucking all. I'll promote that motherfucker to the end of time. <laughs> <laughs> I will promote that like I will suck your. <laughs> hey, pause, pause, pause. That reminds me of "Don't Be a Menace." I will suck your dick, man. <laughs> Always, we gotta fuck it up at the end. <laughs> Always bringing that movie up, man. That fucking movie's killing us. Too many fucking references. What can I tell you? <laughs> Too many goddamn references. Anyways, uh, this has been the Husky by Boo podcast number 92. Fuck, we're, we're getting there. That, that mark. That we're getting mark. there. We're getting there. We're so getting there. You, you're going to be on that cast when? Thursday, you said? Uh, yeah, Thursday this week recording. the When it comes out, I don't know. But the recording and is going to be... Only- aerial right now or if it's ever yeah it's probably only going to be aerial i don't know we don't know anything yeah yeah i i don't know the details and whatnot but uh, apparently they want to talk to me because apparently i make good conversation that is scary i'm an introvert for god's sake <laughs> yeah but you're you're interesting or i wouldn't be around you either uh, i guess like interesting like what like a pet rock <laughs> no i mean you do make good conversations i mean dude we've known each other for what over a year now yeah yeah it only took us one day to warm up to each other and that was it yeah we're just looking at each other through a, 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 <laughs> a skype a, a video and <laughs> look at each other like okay who's gonna speak first <laughs> and, we, and we only met twice yes been, i mean in person in person you just you you know you you know good peoples and you can read them and yeah so you know so, you have a bullshit radar and sometimes it goes off and sometimes it doesn't so yeah th- there you go i have a vote of confidence saying that i'm a good person <laughs> you are you, you, there's a vote of confidence out there saying that's a good person i just cuss a lot but <laughs> i'm a good person you're a trucker but i mean i am too <laughs> ah. if they don't like us fuck them yeah Again, all these fucking references. <laughs> House Party Three. <laughs> Just fuck them, fuck them, fuck them in the. <laughs> R.I.P. Bernie Mac. <laughs> oh, also, if anyone's looking for something to watch, I watched last night the new fluffy um, stand-up from Dodger Stadium. Oh, it was. Really he already filmed good. it. He already yeah, filmed he it. Filmed it like. In the summertime. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he was supposed to do it. He'll, he tells, basically tells you the story of what happened. He was supposed to film it in San Antonio, but had to cancel it because he ended up getting COVID. Well, it ended up being better that he did it in, in, in Dodger Stadium because that's. He did say, you know, I apologize. I was supposed to be doing this with you, but this here is a life changing thing. Isn't and he from it, Los Angeles? Yeah. So it worked out gangbusters for him. And he um but what I love about that is that he had up he had this big stage and he says unity he says 
it's almost saying basically we're coming together to laugh. Like there's unity in laughter. Like we're a different race, we're a different color, we're, we're different. Something we that are, is dis- desperately needed in these days because exactly. Jesus Christ. And he is spreading it and he supports anything he just like what you were talking about, protesting. You have every right to protest. No one's saying you couldn't, but do it in a nice manner. Yeah, do it in a way that doesn't make you look like a total asshole. Doesn't hurt anyone, doesn't hurt anything around you. Just get your point across. Exactly. Get your point across without being a douche. Exactly. So if anyone's looking to watch it, it's very good. He even went over this. He went over his time. Like he showed the clock for Netflix and he was already 38 minutes past his time. And he goes, by contract, I fulfill your need. If anyone wants to leave, you can do it. But this is fluffy time. And he threw the timer down. He goes, let's go. (laughs) And he went off for another like half hour. And then he ends it always with his famous line of joke with the Krispy Kreme when he left the store and the cop stopped him and says, you know why I'm stopping you? And he basically, because you want one. <laughs> so, <laughs> it, it, if anyone wants to watch it, I give it a 20 out of 10. I mean, it was phenomenal. It had me and my wife laughing the whole time. So, Well, Aces. Exactly. So, okay. it, and it's in, you know, it brings a lot of people together. He even made fun like, some person was coughing. And he was like, hey, we just got back. <laughs> <laughs> we just got back. He goes, I'd rather Don't start that shit. And let it out the other way. I'd rather you <laughs> fart. And he goes, the people behind you are giving me the look, but hey, listen, I'd rather you fart. And if they nope. can smell it, they don't have COVID. If yeah. they can't. Exactly. They like, <laughs> if you fart, nobody going to get COVID if I'm going to fart. <laughs> it was good. I liked it. Go out and watch it. You enjoy it. It was very well done. Produced by him and his company and Netflix together. So awesome. If anyone wants to watch anything funny or having a bad day and you just need something to pick you up, I suggest that. Okay. Well, again, this has been the Husky Bible Podcast. And again, the l- longest ass outros in the history of humankind. That's okay. what we that's what we they give like you. For that. Yeah, that's what we give you. So, uh, hate us, love us, but keep listening. If you don't like it. (laughs) No, keep listening. Keep listening. Keep listening. And give daddy money. Give daddy money. (laughs) Keep listening. And and buy buy our shit. Buy our shit. Be aware of our social medias. We will put out when Ariel's um, Uh, uh, podcast comes out. We will be promoting that. Yes, we will. Anyways, uh, thank you for listening. And we will be back next week. Yes. Peace out, everybody. Take Have care. Have a good week.